the college football experience conference championship recap show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simply picking your favorite player over and unders. Head over to pricepicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our picks and podcasts. You can grab it in the Apple Store or Google Play Store for free today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college football experience conference championship reaction show. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Somebody knows Stetson Bennett sucks. (laughs) <laughs> Look, I am joined by my co-host, former former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, should I give you some music? Give me some tunes, baby. Give me hands up. Really, what you're doing here is you're helping me get over the fact that once again, Alabama is number one going into the playoff invitational, what have you, you know, that, that unless they somehow elevate Michigan. I listen to all these publications. Look, sometimes you got to know when they're slinging bullshit. Yeah. Right. And look, I would love, look, I grew up a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. In the SEC, back to the Heinz Ward days, the Eric Zier days, that was my. I rooted for them. In the SEC East, that was my team every year. Right. Yeah. But I knew they were slinging some shit. Now, I, I look. They're a, a really good team. Right. I thought their defense was better than this. I wasn't buying the they offense. They didn't play any good quarterbacks. I mean, do I need to? to it, okay, the Tennessee game was really impressive. That was the only game that really I can say, hey, they shut down a, a, a an offense that seemed to be rolling, and then they laid it on them. And even Stetson Bennett was impressive that game. As far as the other ones, the Florida game it was impressive, but Anthony Richardson was starting his first ever start. Yes, Georgia should win that game, right? But when you look at the other things. I mean, this team pretty much whooped every single team they played this year, though. But did they play anyone good? Like, honestly, okay, if Kentucky's their best win, Clemson how, might be their best win. Nine I, and three, Clemson. I think I'd take Clemson to beat Kentucky. I don't know though. Kentucky can't throw the ball. They're Kentucky's a team that beat Chattanooga by five, man. 
You think you'd take uh, Clemson to beat Kentucky? Right now, I would, but I mean, maybe in the middle of the year, maybe I would take Kentucky. Yeah, certainly at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but I don't know because Levis, they were, they were to me. Kentucky is a team that is is dressed up by the SEC. East. Yeah, they were not good at the beginning of the year either. I don't think they're a very good football. I mean, South Carolina by six. Look, they beat Chattanooga by five. Missouri by seven. At all at the beginning of the year, they're a seven and five team. Like I know it says nine and three. Yeah, and kudos to them for for getting the nine and three. But if there was a large playoff, yeah. uh, Iowa State seven and five. I, I mean, think I, I think Iowa State's better than them. They lost to two seven and five teams, Kentucky. So yeah. and uh, Mississippi State and uh, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean that's there. You go. You can schedule manipulation, Patty. See, you hear me use those words a lot. All right, I'm going to do yeah. a seminar. All right, <laughs> schedule manipulation. Come out to Arizona for a week. All right. <laughs> We got your free Little cocktails. Yeah. yeah, free cocktails. I'll have you meet uh, Brian Bosworth. Hors <laughs> <laughs> d'oeuvres, all the, the works. Uh, no, man. Look, I like. Uh, look, I just knew. I knew it. Uh, look, Georgia's still playing. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know me and you are big fans of old school football. Yes. Georgia's still playing like 1980 football. You're not going to be able to win with Stetson Bennett. Unfortunately, <laughs> the rules of football have changed, and 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 you really need a quarterback that can throw the ball. Yeah, or threaten with his legs, you know, which Stetson Bennett can do a little bit, but not well enough. I, and I, look, he's a walk-on. It's a great story. Yeah, I got nothing truly against the guy. It's just when I watch the film, when I watch the games, even in the Florida game, I thought, man, he threw some passes. If that's a good team. I think it was the Mizzou game where I said, yeah, he threw a couple good passes. Even today he threw a couple good passes, yeah. uh, but there's always like seven or eight passes where you're like, if that's a good team, that's going to be an interception. Yeah. And, and it was on several occasions today. Yeah. I mean, he got, he got lucky. One didn't get taken back to the house early, like the first possession, I think. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's nothing uh, arm wise or leg wise that you would say that guy's a difference maker or a game changer. He's, he's, he's your prototypical game manager, um, but he also makes mistakes. So yeah. not, not even a good game manager. Um, well, I mean, it's just, okay. They were lying to us in a way. Sometimes the look, Georgia did what they're supposed to do. You beat the games. You, you, it's not their fault that they Florida started Anthony game. Richardson. You know what I mean? It's not their fault that who could have known Clemson's that bad offensively, but I'm just going to rattle these off for you, Pat. Uh, Vanderbilt had the 118th best offense in the nation. Okay. South Carolina had the 120th. This is also like, I get it. The sec is arguably the best conference in football, but I think that's more so because the sec West, the sec East was incredibly down. So I even think these stats and they only play eight conference games. So like when I read uh, South Carolina's offense as being 120th, they played Eastern Illinois, who is horrible in the FCS. Yeah. So I even think those stats get diluted by having the game. I think they're worse than 120th. Well, it just depends on what you think of the SEC overall, because when you play Alabama, your stats get diluted for the worse. And Pitt is putting it on. Yeah, Pitt just keeps pick six uh, on Pitt. No, I mean, look, obviously that's, that's true, but they didn't play Alabama in the regular season. Sure. I'm just saying overall in the sec, I would say if anything, your stats probably get hurt a little bit. I don't think to- the sec East this year, I think you can actually pad yeah. them a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And, 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 and here's my point, Vanderbilt 118th offense in, in America, South Carolina, 120th Clemson 95th. I mean, who could have forecasted that? Yeah. Uh, UAB 79th uh, Auburn 63rd. Missouri 59th. So uh, that's, that's actually one of the better ones they played Georgia tech 92nd South Carolina state in the FCS Patty C 74th Kentucky 42nd, but we know they can't throw the ball Uh, Arkansas 31st. And that was a great performance they had against Arkansas. That's another thing. They had none of these tests really came on the road. You had the Tennessee matchup. Really? The Tennessee is the only game to me that really jumped out to me. If anything, the Clemson, th- the Clemson game was a couple of red flags. I know that was JT Daniels and not Stetson Bennett, but um, 
I just, I wasn't buying in and, and look, I, I, people were shitting on me all, all season because they're like, you fade Georgia every week. Well, yeah, that's true. If you, when we, when we looked at their schedule before the beginning of the season, we said they're an absolute lock for the uh, playoff. You know, because yeah. at most, well, I said if they beat Clemson, it's a it's a, yeah, done, it's a deal. done deal. Yeah, at, at most they, I mean, with that win, uh, if they could even afford to lose one, probably get into the SEC championship. Maybe with two losses at that point, get in. Even if they don't win the SEC championship, if they run ran the table and lost, then they would be in, just like Alabama. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, I mean, so here we are. But yeah, they didn't play a single good offense the entire season. They were never down. Never, I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't recall them. I made maybe three nothing to Missouri. You you realize that they're untested then? Like we had never had to see their quarterback win a game. Yeah. I th- I don't know if I heard this stat correct, but up until this game, I think they said Stetson Bennett had thrown a total of eleven passes in the fourth quarter this year. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. that's true. But maybe the- I mean they were blowing out everybody, and he didn't play in the Clemson game. So D- Daniels, you got to remember that's Bennett true. didn't play for a couple of weeks. Um, I just thought for sure. I, I just liked my chances against Alabama. First off, Alabama's a dog. NC Nick mentioned that. Yeah. You know, Saban's gonna have yeah. them ready. I should have known better. But but the real thing was to me, I knew even though Georgia's defense had been great. First off, I knew they they hadn't played an offense as good as Alabama's. Sure. Tennessee's is not. But then, I knew that uh, that they're gonna ha- they were gonna have to they were gonna get into a game where st- they're gonna need to keep up. Yeah. At some point, this isn't the nineties and the eighties anymore with the 85 bears defense and shit. Look, as much as I miss that football and I love that football and I wish we could go back to that football. Cause I hate these fucking scores like this pit, this, this, this whole pit season and this whole wake forest season, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do it anymore. You can't, you yeah. have to, if you're playing an elite yes. offense, yeah, you got to have some firepower. Well, That's why I, I stay. I, I firmly believe Ohio state would be, you could, I would lay a touchdown. Ohio State would be Georgia. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're uh, taking if anything, conditions out of it. Well, yeah, so I'm saying Michigan got fortunate that it was snowing. Yeah. Now Michigan was in control that whole game, so I don't want to take that and away. Michigan's from them. a good team. Michigan's they are a very good team. But I I feel very confident. I don't. Georgia doesn't have the offense to stay in the game against Ohio State. And although Georgia might make some stops here and there, Ohio State's going to still get that 35, 40 point number. I don't think Georgia would, even though we know Bama's defense is better yeah. than Ohio State's. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, Georgia, Georgia didn't get completely throttled. They made it somewhat respectable, but they were, they were always from behind. I mean, think about the fact that they got up 10, nothing. And then after that, what was the, it was, uh, what Just, was the final on that? Uh, 17, right? 30. Yeah. So they got outscored yeah. by 27 points, like starting midway through the first quarter But to me, like Stetson Bennett will never put pressure on the defense. Yeah. And that's, that's what, like, even on a play where Bryce young throws an incompletion, or he runs out of bounds for a one yard run. The defense is in check. Like you have to be on your fucking, you know, your toes essentially. You're like, Oh shit. There he is there. You know, yeah. Stetson Bennett doesn't do that. It's a very predictable, very vanilla offense. Yeah. And I'm sorry. If like you can stop yeah. the run, right? Yes. Then without really uh, committing and, too and much to and uh, he's improved. It. He's improved. He'll get a couple drives with some, some points, but can he consistently do that? Will he, I, I just, I, and I, I, I knew, I told you this before the game, he's going to throw a pick six. He's yeah. going to throw it at some point. Like he is a liability. I mean, not he only is did a he liability. Throw a pick yes. six, but he threw an interception yeah, deep in Alabama's yes, territory. Could have been multiple pick sixes. Yeah. He cost his team yeah. a lot of points. Um, I, I, what you're saying about, you know, they, they, they were playing Florida close. The offense wasn't going against Florida earlier in the year, but they could lean on that defense so that he never faced real pressure there. And then finally the offense clicked. He didn't in play the second a good half. quarterback too. Yeah, that's true. Look, Hendon hooker's solid. I don't want to take anything away from Hendon hooker, but let's be honest. We wouldn't, if we had to write down the top 30 quarterbacks in America, he would not be on that list. Yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, maybe Hendon hooker can, but r- as of right now, Hendon Hooker would probably not be in the top thirty quarterback. I would say this: that's a Bennett. Uh, if you had to list the group of five quarterbacks, he would be pretty far down the line. Says me, yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty far down. Look, the I line. don't want to take everything away from him just based on this performance. Alabama, when they're playing their best football, is a very. But very I've good never team watched a game like I. Okay, I I saw him improved, and he deserves credit for that. But I've never watched a game and said, oh. 
he's got it. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course not. And that's that's the thing. If you're going to win a championship right now, unfortunately, I consider you a pretender until you can have that thing soft. Yeah. The other thing is Georgia, the Georgia we've come to know offensively that we were kind of expecting them to be this year. Uh, they don't have even the same running back play that they typically have. You know, they typically have. I mean, who have they had? They've had a Garrison ton- Hurst. I mean, I mean, in the last like <laughs> yeah. fifteen years, like uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Um, who is the guy that uh, was on the uh, uh, Patriots? Um, yeah, Nick Chubb. Chubb was good. Uh, I forgot that. No, 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 no. But that's Nick Chubb's that was on the Browns. Browns. Yeah. yeah. The Who's the, the guy on the Patriots? I know you're Sony Michelle. About. Yeah. Yeah, they've had a ton, and so this guy—I don't know—Zamir was he? Who was number? He they would use a couple different backs, but yeah, no game yeah, breaker yeah. at the running back position. In other words, like McConkey's probably the like most explosive player on your offense, and there you know you have a problem. When a white receiver is your best, most explosive <laughs> player, then your offense is not good. <laughs> I just think, like to me, I mean, I don't know. I was shocked, like hearing other other uh, publications and say, "Oh, George is going to destroy them." I was like, "You guys are fucking crazy." You're fucking crazy if you think like they're just going to destroy Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I, I know said you that, said it, but, but I feel like you said it because said, you were trying to manifest. Well, yeah. I'm just so, uh, dude. I've seen the same season happen a hundred fucking times here. I don't want to see Alabama win. I know you're more okay with it, and I, I have to get on board here that it is kind of funny that Georgia loses to Alabama again. <laughs> like, no. Well, look, I I just know it's going to frustrate. Like Alabama has a really talented team, probably the most talented team in the nation. Yeah. But also I find schedule manipulation, the real driving force behind college football. Well, no doubt this year that uh, Georgia was Notre Dame as well. I mean, you can go, you yeah, can both go those teams had a cakewalk and, and I just think it's a, you just need a large playoff because I don't, I don't, I, I would, I might take several teams uh, to beat them. The, what, what we end up with the, as the four best teams, allegedly, I think if we had a large playoff, I would bet that we only, we would only see one of them. Yeah. And it would just be like a, a bit of a crapshoot, you know, yeah. it would get solved in the playoff. These teams like, you know, Cincinnati winning by, uh, you know, a touchdown or less against some pretty shitty teams for three weeks straight. You know, if, if, if you have to go on a road trip or yeah. if you have to like play good teams consecutively, you probably take a loss. So if your schedule includes that, then guess what? You do take the loss. If it doesn't, you don't take the loss. And that's really what is determining who's in the playoff. Not necessarily who's the best team. Like Georgia didn't really have an, imp- like, okay. I mean, I get that the Tennessee win was impressive. I watched it. They were better than I thought they were that game. Georgia was, but Tennessee really didn't have that signature win. Um, Tennessee, by the way, when you look at their, their losses this year, Pitt, obviously Florida at Florida though. That's tough, but that's not a no, great but They loss. were starting the wrong quarterback then, man. But, but then look, Ole Miss, Alabama and Georgia, every good team they played, they lost. I mean, they beat Kentucky on the road and, but that's my point on Kentucky in a way. I don't know how good Tennessee is. I think they're decent. I, I mean, four of those teams pull. are playing in new year six are, are going to be four of the 12 new year six teams. No, no, no. I'm saying though, that give me the wins though. What's that impressive win? Uh, it's, it's only Kentucky. Yeah. I get it. The, the, the losses are brutal. I mean, that's a brutal, you got Georgia. That's true. Their yeah. wins, Bowling green, Tennessee tech, Missouri, South Carolina, South Carolina, Kentucky, which is the only winning team they beat. Yeah. South Alabama and Vanderbilt. God, it's a horrible schedule. You know what I mean? That's what I, that's what I mean when I said like, it's like Maryland being bowl eligible. Right. And, and I know Maryland was, it's not they a, have f- a five or four or five games. They're absolutely going to lose and seven games. They're absolutely going to win. And then we call them a good team. It, it, are they really? I don't know. Right. I mean, I, I will say this hypo was better than I projected him to be this year. There's, there's something there. All right. Yeah. But as far as like, if, if you put Tennessee against, I don't know, like I would probably fade. a five and seven uh, pack 12 team that played a uh, 12 power five teams. Yes. Yeah. Then yeah, you're right. A five and seven. Uh, who? Uh, I mean, who's five and seven that didn't that missed out on a bowl? I don't know. Well, like if Tennessee played TCU tomorrow, I think we'd probably take Tennessee, right? Uh, Tennessee TCU. Yeah. What uh, about like Tennessee West Virginia? I think I would favor West Virginia. I don't know. I mean, Tennessee played Pitt close. That's a, a decent look for them. Uh, and they were starting the wrong quarterback then. What, what but, about like a Tennessee? Cal 
similar. I don't see a difference. Yeah, and one yeah, seven yeah. and five, and the other one's four. Tennessee's and seven. offense is way better, but at the same time, I just think I don't think there's much of a difference. I mean, Tennessee's offense, like statistically, is way better. But I bet if they played, I bet Cal's defense is way yeah, better. Yeah, I bet if they played, you'd be seeing a a decent game. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, then we got the Cincinnati win. They looked impressive. What'd you think of the Bearcats? Second half team once again yeah. struggled early, but I wonder if that will be a factor. Now, one thing that is huge is assuming they're given the four seed and are playing Alabama, then Mechie not being there. Any anytime you could take one of those just ex- super explosive <laughs> they're probably players, gonna get smoked by Bama. one of those pieces off the board, though. You know, I mean, they're still Williams. Williams is just like. Dude, he made uh who's the uh, Jamison Williams is such a beast. Who's the Georgia quarterback number five? Keely Keely Ringo. Mm-hmm. He was toasting that dude all game long. Uh yeah, I mean they made they made Georgia's defense look slow today. Um, yeah, I mean there was just they they I mean yeah. yeah. That could be a blowout. That could be a very bad thing. Well, here's the thing. I I I I told you this in a way, like I was like, dude, I think Cincinnati's the worst. And Cincinnati fans are probably gonna hate me. Yeah. I think they're kind of the worst of the undefeated uh, group of fives that I recall. Like with the ones that come to mind off the top of my head was that UCF team with frost. Yeah. Um, TCU back in the day, TCU back in the day, uh, Utah like with Brian tank, Johnson. Uh, who is their linebacker tank? Uh, Carter. <sighs> yeah. 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 The Brian Johnson, Utah team, the Boise team with Kellen Moore. Uh, I, yeah. th- I think even last year's Cincinnati team, I think is better than this year's Cincinnati team. So I do think it's a little bit of bad luck. Cause I think they might get smoked. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Yeah. Ford has a step as at running back that Dokes didn't have last year. And so I think their offense may be a hair more explosive. I mean, that tight end that they have is that really last year. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. D- defensively. I don't know that they're quite as good as they were last year. That's where I think they're not. Yeah. And I think when you, did you see Jameson Williams? I mean, I, all year, <laughs> that guy's an animal. Um, Jameson Williams, the receiver for Alabama. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, it's you gonna be a, a blank. If fucking who, yeah, who I, who I was just talking here? about him. Yeah. Uh, um, it's gonna be a problem. Look, Desmond Ritter is going to get his. Desmond ass Ritter kicked. is 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 better than Stetson Bennett, but not by that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he throws a slightly better ball. Dude, he missed. He he left some points out there today. Yeah, yeah he he airmailed a receiver <laughs> who managed to catch it, but he had no pressure on him. The receiver was open by 15 yards down the field, and he still overthrew it by five yards. The guy had to basically lay out to go get it. So all those games in the dome suck too. Yeah. Michigan, Gosh. Iowa in the dome was filthy. Yeah. It, it was Talk just about taking away the whole fun part about uh ground and pound football or just about football in general. Yeah, exactly. The elements are supposed to be, I want to see grass stains on these yes, guys. It's just supposed to happen. Shirts. This doesn't feel like football to me. Um, uh, what else happened? Patty seed San Diego state got their fucking ass kicked. Boy, was I, I that was the game I felt best about <laughs> that in Oregon. Think about this. I felt best about Oregon, but I, I I'm a fool because anytime I, I, I should listen to my rules, Mario crystal ball coach teams. I will never fully <laughs> trust. Um, but um, your other rule though, is that uh back to back or uh, Utah away from home. Well, so, well yeah. that a, yeah. and then second time playing a team. Yeah, but but which, Kyle Whittingham's just so much better of a coach. Yeah, if Mario Cristobal could play a team, see everything that went wrong and make no adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's do the, what we did last time. <laughs> I mean, Anthony Brown running out of bounds, just throwing a pass. Did you see that fucking pass? No. Oh my god, it was brutal. But uh, uh, San Diego State, that was shocking. I mean, no one was at that stadium. I felt bad for him because normally you get that home, and you know the winner of the the Mountain West. Well, like Boise's got a lot of times yeah. you had to go to Boise and That's beat them. That's supposed to be an yeah. advantage for the Mountain West. Not, not in that game. There was like yeah. twelve people. Look at like one of my comedy shows. There was twelve <laughs> people there. Well, that's a um, sad thing for uh, <laughs> for, for me for <laughs> my life. Uh, well, it's a sad thing for San Diego fans not being able to make the hour and a half trip up to uh, Los Angeles. You know that yeah, hour and a half, my ass. Yeah, I mean, in traffic, it takes me right. an hour and a half to get to work from fucking San. I'm true. 20 miles away. That's true. Right? Yeah, it took me about 35 <laughs> minutes to get to the studio, and it's like about a mile away. Dude, you couldn't in, in California, man. I got a fucking, I got to get a thermos and like a fucking <laughs> lunchbox and like, hey. a, you know, I got to make a big Sleeping effort. Bag. Yeah, just to drive. You tell me, hey, we're going to San Diego. Oh shit, it's like taking a flight to Dubai. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, what else do we got? Uh, but San Diego State, great season. Uh, what uh, eleven and two? 
Can't beat that. And, and shout out to Blake Anderson. Yeah. Nice little First story for you Utah there. Utah State Mountain West Championship. Boom. Normally boys is always in the way. They got it. Done. Utah State Mountain West champs. I love Dude, it. they kind of came out of nowhere. How long have they been in the have they been in the FBS for a long time, Utah State? Uh, since the days of Chris Cooley, actually, no, they, yeah, they've been in there since like the nineties. I feel like, I feel like yeah. they're, like they're, they're kind of just appeared on my radar recently. How about the state of Utah? You got the Utes win the pac 12, Pac 12 champs, 10 win season. Yep. Uh, Utah state 10 win season, win the mountain West and BYU 10 and two and beat every team in the uh, people uh, talking about the sec. Those all played each other too. With the exception of uh, Utah state didn't play Utah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They uh, they handed each other L's. People talking about the SEC. We need to focus on U- Utah football. That's right. I mean, that, Colby and I have a theory that the recruiting rankings. Colby, Colby's uh, thought. I'm a hundred percent sold on this, and I would, I would love to talk to some of these recruiting guys, like Bud Elliott and stuff, that I think are fantastic for the sport. Yeah. I I, I don't all, I don't buy in. Well, it, I don't buy, just, I don't buy in all the way. I know that like, okay, there's certain culture things that you can coach good football, whatever, you know? And I feel like Mormon culture might be disciplined, you know, in that part of the country where you could, you know, instill that kind of uh, discipline, but look, they have to have talent to win too. And the fact that that I, section I of the country is getting a uh, lot of fucking talent that never gets recognized. They're all like down in the thirties or forties or fifties or lower, like in recruiting rankings. And yet they're cranking. I mean, this two years in a row, that BYU has been 10 plus wins. Utah has been great for a long time now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just have, I don't trust uh, like, okay. Recruiting is important, obviously, Yeah. but I just think coaching and schedule manipulation is more important than recruiting. I yeah. really do. Cause you look, I'm looking at right you can now. Have all the proper recruitments. <laughs> yeah. To quote George W. Uh, look, Wait, where where are we at here? It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> um, look, I'm pulling up what would be this year's seniors. Obviously, Alabama's number one in recruiting class from 2017, which turns out they're probably going to be the one seed. Spot on. O- Ohio State's number two. They're not going to be in the playoff. Had they beaten Michigan, though, they would have been the two seed. But they so. still lost twice this year. Yeah. Uh, Georgia number three. How do you have the third best recruiting class and have Stetson Bennett starting for you? <laughs> well, you let it's like Justin Fields me. transfer. It's like having me start for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a walk on. Uh, number four, USC, Patty C. How'd they do this year? <laughs> How'd they do? Uh, are they four and seven coming into the. Are they even. What's this? Are they playing right now? Yeah, they are actually they're playing Cal. Uh, they're down by three to Cal right they're now. going to have a losing season regardless, though. Yeah. Um, Michigan at number five. So if you look there, you say, well, you're going to get three of the four in the invitational that were all in the top five. So it sounds like recruiting means a lot. <laughs> I don't think so. I think schedule manipulation, but you can't convince me. Alabama finally played road games. They lost. Look, they finally played back-to-back road games against winning teams. They yeah. went one and one. I'll say this. The difference between like the, the more talented team, obviously you know, isn't that at an advantage? But if you also give them a scheduling advantage, then yes, they're going to make 100%, it most of the time. Hundred percent. You know, but if if the schedule is held even, you know, then there's a little more turnover. You know, all I'm saying is, yeah, look, and Flo- I think- Florida State is number six on this list. LSU is number seven. They went six and six. Uh, Oklahoma number eight. Okay, they finished like top fifteen probably if they win their bowl game. Auburn six and six. They finished. Uh, they were number nine on here. Yeah. Uh, Miami f- and, and Florida are right here too. Stanford is number 14. Stanford, they played 12 power fives, but look, they weren't that good of a football team this year. Penn state was number 15. Oh yes. I get it. Okay. Three of the top five are going to be in the playoff, right? Yeah. But what Mi- Michigan didn't play in a away game for like nine weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My point. I mean, they did get back to back. I mean, away it matters games, a lot, yeah. but your, 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 your argument, like, I mean, just look at Utah versus Oregon. There you go. Yes. There's your argument that a coach versus a, a, a not a great coach makes a huge difference. I mean, like, Iowa against Florida State. Florida his State. coaching chops very much superseded Mario Cristobal's recruiting. Yes. You know, so yeah. And schedule. Schedule is everything, man. I'm telling you, it is more important than recruiting. I f- really believe that. Wait. If you can manipulate your schedule, like every year when we see Oklahoma and Texas not playing back to back away games. 
Yeah. Right. And the Big Twelve will do them that solid. I don't know what is happening there in that room when they're doing these schedules. Yeah. Right. I don't know if they send ten strippers over. I don't know what. But I just truly believe that schedule manipulation is number one. Well, yeah. I mean, look no further than Utah. Utah beat Oregon, beat Ohio State, right? Beat them twice, whooped them twice, right? But two of their nine conference, they have the nine conference games, which is harder than the eight, right? Yeah. And two of their nine conference games were at BYU and at San Diego State, which were both losses, right? You hit the road, and you, especially if you hit the road against winning teams, you lose and, in college and, football. And they're, uh, Alabama five hundred on the road against winning yeah. college football hey, teams this year. By the way, uh, yeah, great point. Alabama, you know, has a, kind of a cakewalk in a lot of ways. Uh, Weber State, another Utah team <laughs> that, that makes noise in the FCS. Yeah, this they year were they, the, they weren't great. The semifinals but, a couple of years. Yeah. I want to say last year or yeah, two years ago. I think two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but look, dude. Okay. So look, you pull up 2018's re- recruiting rankings. All right. And you got, okay. Georgia one, Ohio state two, Texas three, USC four, Alabama comes in at number five. Right. But what about Texas? If we're going to mention Georgia and Bama, yeah, cause they're going to make the, the playoff. Right. Then you got to mention the fact that Texas and USC both have losing, losing records. records. Yeah. Yeah. I nope. mean, so much of it is like your name. You know, and they can kind of like tweak the recruiting rankings to match what the coaches like proven. It's like, oh, you're going to, I mean, they would do that. They would say like the the old school, they've been doing it for uh, forever, but uh, who was it? Like bear Bryant or something would be like, you know, yeah. Uh, a B lister becomes an A lister. If I go visit him, uh, Bino cook. Oh, it's Bino. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I don't know. Maybe you're right with bear Bryant. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I know Bino uh, Bino Cook also was saying certain things that we get. The, or was it Phil? Was it uh, Phil Steele? It wasn't Phil Steele. Know, it was but... one of those other recruit Knicks though that, like, uh, you know, was a Notre Dame homer, and he would purposely bump them in the recruiting rankings. I, I just don't buy into it. If they mention Notre Dame as one of their finalists, look, as long as you're not in the the end of the fuck, if you're top forty, I don't think there's a gigantic gap from ten to thirty seven. Yeah, I don't buy into it. Well, I would think uh, your uh, the the data would back you up on that. I think when you're a top ten recruiter and specifically a top five recruiter, then and the gap has gotten bigger there. The gap has gotten bigger there. Now these teams are like every year like pushing the best team ever. You know, you got teams getting six five stars. There's, there's only like thirty or thirty two five stars every <laughs> year. One team should not be getting most of them. You know. But look, also you have the transfer portal. I think that's a neutralizer that they don't, uh, uh, you know, account for in a way, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, just, I, 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 I will say this and I'll rest my case. Alabama is one on one on the road against winning teams. Yeah. yeah. It would, it would be nice to see a, a more uniform scheduling model so that we could, you know, have these questions answered, but since we're not going to get that a large, that's playoff, the first time they've played back to back away games in six years. And you go back six years ago, guess what? They went one and one, huh? It's similar. Interesting. Interesting how that, that trend just shows up everywhere. Oh, uh, what else did, what else happened? Michigan rolled Iowa. Iowa needed that HP toss pass uh, the battle of the HP toss pass. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Iowa airballed it. Uh, yeah, Michigan landed, but Michigan was whooping their ass. I was wrong on that. Actually. I actually had a pretty shitty week overall uh, with the exception of my Bama money line play Bama and who I Northern Illinois did me a salad. Rocky Lombardi. Northern Touch Il- me and I'll sue. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> that's a great fucking line. Anytime you're pulling, what is that? Rocky six? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Or no, that's five. Five. five, five. five. He uh, tells, he tells Adrian there's an under like, this is a, 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 I think a line that a lot of people forget because they don't tune into five. He goes, Hey Adrian, I'm gonna take you upstairs and violate you like a parking meter. He says that. <laughs> he fucking says that in that line, nice. in that movie. <laughs> the Rock giving it to her how she likes it. Uh, how, uh, Thomas Hammett, great job, great job there. Got to got to be rooting for old Fat Albert. Uh, Kennesaw State at the FCS. That was level. the probably the best game of the day. That was the best game of the Kennesaw day. Kennesaw State against East Tennessee, East Tennessee State. Uh, East Tennessee State scores four, 15 in the final two minutes of the game to win. They go, go for two. two. Yeah. yeah, at home. Less than a minute left. I was on that one, but I was on the wrong side. JMU, congrats to JMU. JMU slapped. Yeah. Who is it they were playing? Uh, yeah, no one. No Southeast one. Louisiana Lions. Yeah. <laughs> Fargo. Uh, I South- thought they would cover. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> North Dakota State 
did their thing. I, I see a, uh, a, a rematch brewing here. So um, hold on. Let me read this ad because I want to, I'll, I'll talk to you about that. Uh, ready to win money and boost your odds. Win bet is now live in Arizona. Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, and Virginia. And we're bringing you the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from college football, college basketball, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. And they got some win bets. Got some awesome brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win a hundred on any sport. Max wagers, or I'm sorry, whatever your first wager is uh win bet will match at 200%. That means you throw down a hundred bucks. They'll give you a $200 free bet. Max wager for that is 750, which means they'll match it for 1500. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play. We'll sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free thousand dollar sports bet, bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com. I also want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easy way to to play daily fantasy. Daily fantasy simplified, Patty C. You pick two to five players, you select an over or under on their stat projections, you could win up to 10 times the amount of money you enter. What's not to like about that? Use the promo code SGP and receive a hundred percent deposit match for up to a hundred dollars. Prize picks has a ton of stats to choose from too: yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. You can mix sports too. That's great. You can grab LeBron and you can grab Patrick Mahomes, whatever the hell you want. All right. They got you covered. They, and they got all these sports, college football, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, NFL, more, you know, um, it's it's 4.8 star rated in the app store. They got rave reviews, Patty C boom. Uh, look, price picks entries uh, can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's like Patty C on a date. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds. Story of my life. Uh, no, pricepicks.com, promo code SGP for the 100% deposit match. That was a good joke, right? I like Left that. that out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm creative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State Baylor. Holy shit. <laughs> Poor Mike Gundy. Look, I I came in today. My favorite team coming into to, to, uh, to watching all the games today was Oklahoma State. Yeah, that was a tough watch. First off, Jalen Warren being out, the difference in the game, but still sloppy. Slo- like I'll be honest, man. Like I thought that I know you want to break this down a little bit. I thought that was a great play call in the final, uh, or I, I shouldn't say it was a great play call. I thought it was going to work yeah. on fourth and goal. Dude, when he took yeah. the handoff, it was like touchdown. He's going to walk straight forward into the end zone. How many fucking plays out of the shotgun from the one yard line drives me absolutely crazy. Two drives in a row. They get to the one yard line. They get set. They get three points on seven plays and you're running. I, I think 90% of them out of the shotgun. Yeah. Well, three points on eight plays when you, yeah. when you had the kick. Yeah. yeah. It it was uh, very frustrating to watch, but terrible. Look, what do you think of that run? I mean, yeah, it was like a little bit read option. Look, the he defensive end early. crashed yeah. like the shit out of the uh, run or no, what, on the quarterback. The, uh, what, what? Spencer Sanders. Yeah, yeah, he followed yeah. the quarterback, and uh, uh, the running back took the handoff. It looked like if he had just run straight forward, he could have barreled his way in the end zone. Instead, he bows it, bounces it to the outside. the The linebacker, the corner, whoever it is, is faster than him, beats him to the spot. You know, and then you know he 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 can't dive in. Poor poor execution. He's way bigger than the defender too. If he just takes that downhill angle, that's a touchdown. The game's over. I thought if he just doesn't, he jumped way too early. I thought if he if he just <laughs> yeah if he doesn't jump, I think his Leaned momentum was probably going to get him there. Yeah, but he he sh- he screwed up on uh, second down too. They were at the one yard line, and he dove over the pile, and somehow <laughs> didn't gain any yards. Just like, are you trying to, are you trying to, do you have money like on Baylor here? I'll be honest though, man. Okay. State probably deserved to lose that game. Anytime you throw four interceptions, man, some of those were tough though. The one that hit the receiver in the hands and yeah. Yeah. Bounced Uh, right into the linebacker. I mean, that that was a hilarious game because you had Baylor with a backup quarterback who looked great for the first half. Um, And then you had Oklahoma state with their best offensive player out too. So I mean, Jalen Warren is a beast. He had over 140 yards in the first game or something like that. And three touchdowns or two touchdowns. I don't remember what the stat line off the top of my head, but I know he was a factor in the first game. Yeah. And I can tell you this, he's a pretty big back. So I feel like if he's there, 
they're going to get that one yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was my biggest bummer. Um, yeah, it would be cool to see them in the playoff, but uh, you know, it does, uh, it does leave a little bit of a question. Like Notre Dame might have an argument against uh, Georgia because we're looking Georgia doesn't have a, um, a conference championship. They didn't beat any good teams, I'm gonna, right? but I'll argue this Baylor deserves more than Notre Dame. Cause they were higher ranked. Uh, or, or, no, they weren't higher ranked. No, they've beaten three double digit win teams. That's true. Including the team that beat them for one of their losses. That's true. A little revenge spot to me. Like if you, they have wins against what Oklahoma, uh, BYU and Oklahoma state. That's better than anything on Notre Dame's resume. Win wise. Yeah, that's true. And the conference championship. And they played that power extra game conference. where Notre Dame could have got that second loss. Yeah. I think I would put Baylor in over Notre Dame. They would never do that though. Yeah. They would never do that. I mean, here you have two. They, they wouldn't even mention Iowa in the same breath today. I mean, look, Iowa laid a lemon, but I'm saying had they won that game, they just gave them no fucking credit coming yeah. into the game. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. What did you have? You have three well, <laughs> the same Iowa, record yeah. as Baylor. And they're just like, uh, the, if, if Iowa wins, they'll go to the Rose bowl. I'm like, what do you mean? It means they won the yeah, best. Like, like, it comes down the to Ohio conference. State, Baylor, yeah. or uh, one other. Fucking want to vomit, man. I want to vomit when I. Uh, that's why you need a large playoff pad. You see, look, I texted you this, and I don't want to get sidetracked because, well, let's talk App State first. App, App State, Louisiana. Louisiana got it done. I was wrong. I'm telling you, I was wrong on most of these. The only thing that worked out for me is my my Stetson Bennett and, Fade. and, and Rocky, Rocky Lombardi, right? And uh, what else was yesterday? No, UTSA. How about them? Pulled it out. That was a barn burner right there. 49, 41. They're as deserving as Notre Dame is 12 and one conference champ. Then extra data point and a conference championship. Two things that are supposed to matter, you know, and uh, you know, it's crazy don't matter for the group scheduling of that much better, better for Notre Dame, uh, scheduling that much better than Notre Dame or I'm saying Notre Dame schedule ain't that much better than oh, UTSA's. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. I mean, UTSA's is soft, but who did Notre Dame beat? Wisconsin's their best win. Yeah. And that's better than better. And that than game anything. was a three point yeah. game with like what seven minutes left. And then Notre Dame somehow got they, 10 they, touchdowns. They dressed that thing up, but yeah. um, yeah. Um, so yeah, UTSA and, and, and app state, I thought that game smelled. I was on the wrong side of that um, FCS playoff or first off you have Pitt. I took wake plus the three and a half Pitt's going to win Pitt's So happy for this 11 and two season. I'm still disappointed in them for losing to fucking Western Michigan <laughs> and fuck Kenny Pickett for do- he's fake slides. This is what's wrong. Oh, man. This is what's wrong with football. And it drives me crazy watching UCF and Ole Miss because they do this shit all the time yeah. where Dylan Gabriel or Matt Corral will run like seven or eight yards or 10 yards and then quickly slide and the players commit uh, the defenders commit and they get the 15 yard penalty. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. And if you hang back and uh, when he st- like shows slide, Guess what? It's he like Vlade Divac. Vlade yeah. Divac's in college in football now. <laughs> that that's it's driving me crazy, dude. Yeah, it's well, driving talk, me talk crazy. Talk about a similarity between the uh, basketball and football, right there. You know, football, NBA becoming NFL becoming the NBA. Dude, they're they're lucky. I'm not a head coach because if I, if he f- tried the fake slide, I would send my player. I would say, dude, after yeah. he throws the next pass, I want you to go up and hit him as hard yeah, as take possible. Take the ejection. Yeah, yep. take the ejection. Get get a, a backup linebacker. <laughs> Say blitz and just knock his fucking Sweep ass out. Yes, um, you are John Crease, <laughs> <laughs> Greg Williams, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, what else uh, was that? That's all the game. FCS uh, Montana got it done against Eastern Washington. Well, Villanova you, Holy Cross was a game. Yeah, what was um, the score on that? South one? Dakota State. My lock cashed. Actually, there, there's one. Hey, I can play this music for South Dakota State for East Tennessee state for Alabama. And uh, I don't know somebody else. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's pretty much in place here. It's going to be Alabama, uh, but, but Michigan, won, Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan won 42 to three. They're not going to look, They're, they are not going to give us Alabama, Georgia two weeks in a row. Yeah. Or two games in a row. It'll be a three yeah, week break I mean. or a month break, but they're not going to do it. I guarantee you. Yeah. And unfortunately for Cincinnati, they're going to draw Alabama, Yeah. which like I said, I, I feel more confident with that UCF frost team. Yeah. 
This, team, this team's kind of yeah. This team's kind of. Eh. <laughs> we'll see what kind of coach Luke Fickle is, but I mean the fact that they kept it close against Georgia last year inspires a little hope. But sure, but last year, but I think they match up better against Georgia. Sure, Alabama's got that explosiveness, man. Yeah, Bryce Young, good guy. He won the Heisman today. Like, yeah, I would, I would, well, I'd, I'd give it to Brandon Armstrong, but I mean, <laughs> right. Not enough wins for uh for the committee there. Or how about Bailey Zappi? That motherfucker has like sixty touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. He's putting up video game numbers. Um uh yeah, and uh so look, I, I texted you this last night, and I'll make the adjustments. Yeah. I know people laugh at me, and maybe they're gonna turn this segment off, but I have uh, the perfect formula here. Every game every team that won the conference just earned themselves. A home, a home playoff game. Yeah. So you have ten conferences, right? This is a sixteen-team playoff. We no, got no, because you got to have it fair. You got to have all ten winners and your highest independent, which obviously would change. You do that a to have either. Uh, well, BYU is going to be joining the Big Twelve, but so you'd have Notre Dame. UMass, UConn, and then you have the service academies, but a bit uh, or only one. Army, yeah, yeah, at least Army and Liberty. Yeah, whoever else has decided to strike out on their own. Yeah. I think it's important to have the uh, option to become in, uh, independent. If you can't hack a good conference deal, but if you don't make the top twenty-five, you don't get that home game. Uh, if you don't make the top fifteen, I'm sorry, you don't get that home game. So I gave Notre okay. Dame a home game. Is my point. But Patty, see, I was doing this last night. I texted you. You never responded to me because you're out getting schlacked. Um, <laughs> So look, I had I I was guessing some of the winners for today, so I'll substitute them. But imagine a 32 team playoff like this. I actually think every game would be compelling, right? Every single one. Every single one I think would be interesting. Okay. Minnesota at Alabama, week one. I doubt or, that would no, be week, week, very competitive. But if we just saw Auburn at six and six yeah. take Alabama to four overtimes, we saw LSU. Fuck. I mean, A and M with Florida, the A yeah. and M with their third string or their second string quarterback on his third start. We saw Minnesota kind of keep up with Ohio State. <laughs> what was it forty five thirty one? You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't granted. shock me if that was a game. It's not going to be that one. It's not one be, versus thirty two. It, it won't be any worse than the, uh, some of the one versus fours or two versus threes we've had lately. Okay, so yes, uh, competition wise, I wouldn't think that would be a great game. But anyway, continue. It, it might not be terrible. I think we'd be looking at something like 35, 17. Okay. Sure. Uh, Mississippi state at Michigan. Uh, that could be competitive. That could be an upset. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Mississippi state has some upside there. Yes. Uh, app state at Oklahoma state. Well, actually that would be Baylor now because I had, I was forecasting Oklahoma yeah. state beating Baylor. So app state at Baylor, sure. you get a, you get a competitive. Game I think there. that's a live dog. I mean, I think you favor Baylor. Sure, but I think that's uh, that this is not going to be. A, but Baylor didn't blow out many teams. Yeah, it's within two touchdowns. I think. I think it might even be within single digits. Um, Wisconsin at Cincinnati. Yeah, that could be a game. I wouldn't shock me if Wisconsin won that one. Yeah, depending. I mean, I, at this point, you gotta say Cincinnati has you know earned the benefit of the doubt. You know, Wisconsin's defense. Would put that offense in check, but yeah, Cincinnati played enough close games against not that good teams that, at the very least, it's a very competitive game. You would think UCLA at Notre Dame. Sure, I'm taking. How about this? I'm taking UCLA on on the money money line line. in South Bend. eh, I don't know. Notre Dame wins games. I'm taking UCLA on the money line. Let me ask you this then: Texas A&M at Georgia. It was going to be Texas A&M at Bama. I was forecasting. I was. I was basically taking the favorite teams. Yeah. Uh, not my own. Cause you know, I was on Bama. Hello. <laughs> uh, what would you do there? A and M at Bama or A and M at Georgia. I would uh, take Georgia. Georgia. Georgia yeah. A and M can't throw the ball. Uh, Kentucky at Ohio state. That one might not be that competitive. I agree. It's probably the worst one so far. Uh, Clemson at Ole miss. Sure. Yeah. Arkansas at Michigan state. Wait, Clemson would be the, the worst seed. Yeah, and they'd be Ole, going Ole Miss, Miss is number eight. Yeah, I think Clemson probably. How the great would there. that be? Yeah. How, first off, how great would these home environments be in this playoff of mine? That would be fantastic. Oh right? yeah, Arkansas at Michigan State. Who are you taking? Um, take Michigan State there, but I, I got the Razorbacks in an upset. Yeah, that would be a very good game. 
NC State at BYU. I mean, uh, funny because I think BYU would win that one. I think pretty handily, but that would be you know one of these teams that never has an opportunity. This to play line in a would be like two and a half. It'd be like BYU minus two. Yeah. Um, Houston at Pitt. Who are you taking? Um, I guess Pitt. Especially Depends after what they're it, doing right now to Wake, Wake Forest at Utah, or just did to Wake forty five twenty one. Um, Wake Forest Utah. Yeah, is it at Utah? Yeah, no, that's a Utah's going to roll. That's a right? That one might be the worst of all of them. Uh, Iowa at, at San Diego State, but look, I know it was at Dignity Health, but it, in a tr- traditional year, it would be in San Diego. Mm, Iowa at San Diego State. Yeah, that's a live dog. Or, or I mean, San Diego State would be the the dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oregon at Louisiana Lafayette. Mm, yeah, that could be a good game. Yeah, Anthony Brown's still a liability. Anthony Brown, Stetson Bennett, very similar. Um, Oklahoma at UTSA. Oklahoma, UTSA. There's only two more. Uh, well, if if uh, what's their names could keep it close, if Tulane at three and nine can keep it within a touchdown yes. of Oklahoma in Norman, then I'm pretty sure going to San in, Antonio in that live ass dome. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that might be a fun one. Uh, at the very least, it'd be entertaining as hell. Oklahoma State at Northern Illinois. Be awesome. This would be fantastic. And and the fact that every conference winner gets a home game, you know how great that would be for DeKalb, Illinois, or or the Alamo Dome in that filthy fucking dome. Yeah. Uh build build a stadium on campus, you fucking <laughs> meat meat motherfuckers. But um uh look, I'm just saying this would be so much better. And I I actually I would I would for if you if you had lined that up like that and did what the FCS does essentially, um I I think I fair I, I would bet the house that only one of the teams that we are seeing in the invitational would make it. Uh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Just, just the amount of uh, carnage that would happen in that situation. Yeah. You know. So are you really getting the four best teams? Yeah. Is my question. Well, yeah. When you say the regular season is a playoff, but it's not uh, like the thing about a playoff is it's pretty much with the exception of home games, which is a scheduling advantage. It is uh, an even playing field, you know, Whereas if you're judging like the season based on an uneven playing field, that's a pretty shitty way to determine a champion. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you are not using PropSwap, well then you're missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds, Patty C. Woo. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap sellers across the country. Uh, list their, their, their bets for sale all the time. Uh, and there's thousands of buyers visiting prop swap every single day to find the best odds on futures props and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month, just buying and selling sports bets on prop swap. So get started today by going to propswap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by better fantasy. Better fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league. So you can bet on the matchups. You can even cash out for gift cards and, and help me raise money for charity. I mean, come on, Patty C. Plus they just added a cool bonus. If you get your entire league to join better fantasy, they'll give you a $150 gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com. Totally free to play. Download it on the iPhone or Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. And last but not least, we're brought to you by SoBet. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting's meant to be social, Patty. See, when I picture, you know, bootleggers with mustaches. I'm sorry. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches. <laughs> I can't fucking read. <laughs> hey, tossing bets around in a speakeasy. So bad is taking the social lineage. I nailed that one, mom. Uh, of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. So bet is changing the game with their new product. Forget Selson Blue. You got so bad. All right. Head over to sobet.io and create an account for yourself. Uh, so you can see, I mean, I'm telling you, it's pretty awesome. Uh, through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo Patty C of their new app, which will be launching next fall. Uh, 
the app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on and the ability to send wagers to anyone, you know, via text or QR codes. It's pretty awesome. No money's transacted on the app. It's purely competitive. Next time uh, you're with your friends watching sports, why don't you turn the dial up a notch, go to sobet.io and see, you can hit the most ridiculous bets. All right, let's you get, sh- you should that? be forced to grow a mustache. If you're going to join that. that or join uh, that website, join that app. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. You know, if you're going to participate in the lineage of betting, you know, then, it, you know, go all in. And not like a, a little mustache, like yeah. one of those UNLV running rebel mascot yeah. mustaches. Don't do this Mo- Movember yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I, yeah, commit. Take offense. Uh, give me, give me that Tom Selleck look. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's got to be three years worth of growth. <laughs> you know, me. Tom Selleck was almost. Uh, hold on, let me finish this ad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. All right, go to SoBet.io/sgpn. That's SoBet.io/sgpn and join the revolution. Patty C. Tom Selleck was almost Indiana Jones. You know, I saw that uh, that uh, audition. They have like the tape of it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on YouTube or whatever. I'm glad he wasn't, which is crazy because Harrison Ford. You're right when you when you really analyze it, he doesn't have any personality. I feel like he had more <laughs> before, or at least he could pull off his little like dry humor before. Now he's just kind of comes across as an asshole. But Tom Selleck is like. That guy has no acting chops whatsoever. All he is, <laughs> he is was a strapping mag- Magnum PI. That's why he couldn't do it. Idiot. He blew Indiana Jones <laughs> off for Magnum PI. No, no, no acting chops and not much. Uh, He's still rich. What does he power. care? I mean, he could be more rich. Sure. But uh, what's worse? What, what would have been worse? Selleck as Indiana Jones, or there was uh, Eric Stoltz as, as Michael J. Fox and back to the future. <laughs> Right, which they actually shot yeah. like a month worth work of, of With work. Stoltz? Yeah, and then you know, you know who Beverly Hills Cop was originally supposed to be? Who's that? Stallone. <laughs> Can you imagine that been like amazing. a Detroit cop wearing that Detroit Lions jacket? <laughs> that might have been amazing. Although hey, I ain't fall for no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> uh, how about this one? We we read this one. Uh, Johnny Depp as uh, Joe Kane in the program, dude. That would have, that still would have worked, but I mean, he, he, yeah, he wouldn't be convincing yeah, as yeah. a football player. Well, it's like a modern football movie. Every time I watch a mod, like a lot of people like, remember the Titans. I watch that and I go, no, it's not doing it for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? We got coaches the- coaches. I mean, I'll say this USC. If Alabama wins the championship this year, I'm going against every, all my morals, <laughs> right. And I'm becoming the biggest USC fan because they're the last dynasty that's dominated even remotely close to the way that Alabama has. And based on all the players that are coming from Southern California down to Alabama and into the sec, being able to keep those at home might be the best thing to derail the sec's dominance. Cause I'm sick of it. You know, I'm sick of watching the same season over and over and over. And here we have it again, more or less. Uh, a couple things different. Michigan I finally beats Ohio think State. The Big Ten is better than the SEC this season. Sure, but do I expect them to be able but, to maintain? But that? I think the SEC has the best team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see about Alabama. I'm not sold on them just yet. But and Michigan looking good. We'll see what happens. But and that. But that's just this year. You know, the, uh, SEC might have an off year every oh, now no, and then. Last year, SEC was the best. Yeah, they've yeah, been the best yeah, conference yeah. for a minute. Um, but uh, so yeah. I want to see you. I want to see USC come back up because Miami was the only Miami, Florida state. What do you want to see doing more shit? That new Kurt Warner movie or USC come back up? I really want to see that. New <laughs> Kurt Warner. <laughs> so bad. Good God. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. Look, as long as you can just, I've been saying this forever, like keeping the recruits in California is huge. Yeah. So as long as chip Kelly keeps getting better at UCLA, which I think they're headed down that path. And uh, your boy Cristobal, actually, I thought that would have been a blessing in disguise had Miami taken him. Maybe it's they still not over. Yeah, maybe they still will. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I don't know. I'm if telling you, if you're an Oregon fan, I know that what uh, Phil Knight had a check for Cristobal and he hasn't signed it yet or a contract extension. I'm telling you, there's better options. Yeah. There's and Joe Moorhead's gone now. What if Moorhead just pulls a Manny Diaz and goes right back to Oregon? Well, I mean, Moorhead's a better coach than Cristobal to me. Well, certainly from Max's nose. I don't know if he's a. Re- I mean, Cristobal is an elite recruiter. You know, he got Oregon. I don't think it's a shoe Oregon. in that you're a top ten recruiting class if you're Oregon. 
I think you can with with Nike there now and stuff. I think I think at you least can fall to, well, to the fifteen to twenty range. Okay, well, I don't, the right I don't think that's that much of a difference. I just made that point uh, the whole fucking well, sure. show. Well, that's what right? I'm saying. Is like with with the recruiting. <laughs> Right, it's kind of like or a great coach. You're choosing X's and O's, or you're choosing recruiting with you know. But I don't know if there's. I'm sure they can get someone who can do both. You know. Yeah. I don't think if you're Oregon, you have to choose either great recruiter or X's and O's guy. So I agree with you. I think they can do better. Um, I mean, Bailey Zappi was at Houston Baptist last year, right? He come. He threw like a thousand million touchdowns uh, the year before COVID because in their COVID season they play like three games. He was where at Houston Baptist in the FCS. Yeah. And why did Georgia not call them? Why did Oregon not call them? Because they're dumb. Yeah. They're but that, that's my point with recruiting. I know Stetson Bennett's a walk on, but I'm saying is that they're not utilizing the transfer portal correctly then. Yeah. And they don't have a, a cutting edge enough offense to, you know, how, how many fucking quarterbacks off the top of my head right now could in the group of five, are better than Anthony Brown and Stetson Bennett. A lot, a lot. Auburn's problem. I, I think I could go pretty. I think I could hit a lot of these teams. Yeah, that's true. Florida so, State. Plenty of good quarterbacks and plenty of coaches that could uh, coach them up. I mean, yeah. Hank Bachmeyer is better. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's better than a lot. Um, we can go Frank Harris, uh, UTSA. Obviously Bailey Zappi. I mentioned. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, which was an Oklahoma recruit. Sure. Um, which isn't to say that Oregon, you know, there isn't a place for power football. And, and that's certainly crystal balls approach. You gotta be able to complete like Anthony Brown is a liability much like Stetson Bennett. Yeah. But I, you I, have to I, be able to at least look, complete Harbaugh a pass. has been doing like Jake this Brown shit. Was okay. Harbaugh has been doing this shit for like seven years now. Right. And he finally got a serviceable, a decent quarterback in That's Cade his McNamara. Best, right? and he's not going to be an NFL star. Cade McNamara will not yeah. be an NFL stud, you know? Um, so Harbaugh is kind of like those other coaches, but you know, and you, if you're okay with that Oregon, then yeah, maybe no, you want to keep McNamara Crystal doesn't around. make the mistakes that Brown and Bennett do. Well, yeah, but a previous quarterbacks had, yeah. and so like, I think you can be patient with a guy like Cristobal and maybe finally develop a quarterback, especially with Moorhead uh, running the offense, which they don't have anymore. But anyway, all, if Cristobal leaves that situation at Oregon with Phil Knight and a fan base that's content with you and the recruiting edge that you have and all that money, right, to go to the shit show that's in Miami right now, with you know fucking 64, uh, 68, I think 68, uh, shareholders <laughs> determining the coaching search. Cause they don't have a fucking athletic director. That's great. Half of them want a new coach. Half of them don't. You're going to walk into that. I would love to like, just someone put a camera up in that fucking, well, I'm sure it's on like a zoom, but yeah, that Warren Sapp and fucking yeah. Nevin Shapiro. Yeah. Uh, look, he has, to, if he does that, no one should ever question his love for Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else, Patty? See, so you want to get in any, I mean, what we were going to talk. I don't fucking know. JMU's going to where we look. I want, here's what's going to happen. We're going to slap the shit out of North Dakota state. We're going to talk shit to them on their home field. And then we're going to go win that national championship against that bullshit. Uh, Southern or uh, Houston, <laughs> Sam Houston, get revenge for that debacle <laughs> from last year. Right. And we're going to the FBS. Level. We're going to take over Virginia. And I want us to talk shit to North Dakota state on the way out the door to encourage them to jump, to jump. I like it. Quinn Ewers is transferring. Maybe he'll go to JMU. Boom. Hey, we're, <laughs> we're the hottest team in VA transfer portal is absolutely batshit crazy. Uh, which one are you most excited? Are you excited to see yours is probably gonna be starting next year. You would think. Yeah. Um, what about He's going to one of the Texas schools? That's what uh, apparently yeah. one of the public Texas schools. What about, uh, what about your boy, uh, Spencer Rattler? Uh, uh, oh, uh, hello, Georgia, Oregon, right. pick up the fucking phone. Yeah. You got to figure, is he not going to uh USC? I have no idea. You would feel like that would be an easy. I know. I, I want to say UCLA is one that he was looking at. Really? That would be interesting. That'd be an interesting little storyline for year one. Uh, what about if you're uh, who, who became Oklahoma starting quarterback, Caleb Williams, Caleb I think Williams. Th- there's rumors that he's going to, he's going to go USC. to USC. That would I don't be know. They got that five-star freshman Malachi Nelson. Yeah. Well, there you Next go. Year, yeah. the, the, the Malachi Nelson, you know, I don't know shit about him, but I didn't know shit about Bryce young and they are, I guess, you know, getting the similar amount of hype. So if that's the kind of guy that USC is going to be keeping around a Bryce young type, then yeah, we could see USC in the playoff and challenging Alabama for supremacy nationally 
in short order. Uh, and hey, look, can Pat and Arduzzi build on this? Eleven and two ACC championship. That's great for the ACC. Get a little new blood, especially a team like Pittsburgh that you know had kind of been still a redheaded stepchild. Kenny Pickett's gone. Spencer Rattler. Any of these quarterbacks? Look, Mark Whipple's a good OC. Whipple, Whipple, whatever. Yeah, I would call Pitt. Any chance? Uh, Brandon Armstrong. What if he goes to Pitt? He should. He stays from in the coastal. Uh, that would be great for them. Um, any chance Pitt develops like a little bit of a foothold in the state of Pennsylvania for and keeps some Pittsburgh kids in there? Just think, if, if they had just beaten Western Michigan, they'd be in uh, in the playoff, or they probably would would keep him out for some reason, but your opinion of Narduzzi might be changing if they can uh, repeat the no, success. I love that Mark Whipple hire. I said that when that shit happened, when that happened, I was like, that is a good hire. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Narduzzi is a very good defensive coach, but his offensive uh, acumen was questionable. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, let's, uh, well, let's wrap it up here. Anything else you want to say? Cal beating USC 17 to seven right now. Boy, do they need uh do they need Lincoln Riley now? <laughs> Go Golden Bears, man. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh that's about it. I mean, we'll don't outlaw see. football. Hey kids in Berkeley. Not <laughs> not not it enrolled at, at Cal. Kids growing up in Berkeley. Don't be a pussy. Don't Play football. Pussy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Play football. All right, folks. Subscribe to the college football experience. Give us a follow on Twitter. I'm at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter, Patty C831. Also, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Shit, I got my ass kicked there tonight, too. Gonzaga loses to Bama. Ba- what a night for Bama. Bama sports. Yeah, beat Gonzaga, beat Georgia. Was Gonzaga number one? No, they they had slipped. Ba- look, for Alabama, they need to, they need to, like, what what's the, what's the song here? This is for Alabama right now, okay? Actually, no, this one is. Cause that, if you're a Bama fan, maybe the number one football team and the number three basketball team within like an hour of each other. Yeah, that's that's, that's doing BDE it. right there. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Yeah, subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, like I said, I'm at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter. Patty C831. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at DSGP Network. Give them all a follow. Follow away and uh, look. We'll be back to talk shit. We got Army and Navy this week and FCS playoffs continuing. They're not taking football from us. Take that, Michael Moore. <laughs> <laughs> take the take the mask off. Put the fucking helmet on. Is That's there, all. I is got. there? A, I, I don't know. Is there a worse person? Yeah, probably not out there. No. Why is he coming at football? Should make your fucking little horrible documentaries. Yeah. Stay up there in Canada. Oh no, he's from Michigan. Yeah, same, same, same difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, take care. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.